afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to Speak Life Radio. Oh, go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God. Praying you have the most blessed day today, beloved. In the name of Jesus, sending grace, peace, and love multiplied to all the households represented that will listen and be a part of this Speak Life. In the name of Jesus. Today is uh, December 13th, 2022. So I am lifting my whole household. And I am lifting your whole household and you, beloved. I'm lifting us in the name of Jesus. I am lifting the kingdom family. <laughs> Worldwide, the martyr saints, persecuted saints, the, the murder saints. Um, um, martyred saints, <laughs> persecuted saints, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn, lifting them, lifting up their families. We are lifting children worldwide, and we are lifting uh, travel mercy for the entire body of Christ. You know, everybody don't pray for travel mercy. So we are lifting travel mercy across the world in the name of Jesus. Okay. And... We are lifting those that may be feeling a little worn in this time of year. Those that may have had uh, a very harsh year or seasons in this year or whatever the case may or just this, this time of month. Um, so we are lifting them. We are lifting all those around and asking God for them to grab hold to the comforter. In the name of Jesus, so Father, Lord Jesus, I thank you. I, all I can say is thank you, Lord. All I can say is thank you, Lord. You know what I need to be filled with. You know what needs to go forth, Holy Spirit. Well, God, my Father, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Word of God and the Holy Ghost, overshadow me, overtake me, consume, Lord, and feed all of us with your good tidings and your good and perfect word will and way and thank you i thank you for this flesh being crucified to even serve this night in the name of jesus and i thank you for this service and i thank you for this ministry have your way dear father father i pray that no flesh no rachel no carlene no renee speak but just the holy spirit of god lord god the holy ghost do the ministering because i see the power i see the power in that lord god so i'm praying that i have done what you told me to do to be even prepared to be your servant in the name of jesus lord have your way bind up everything that is contrary everything spirit and in flesh on both sides of this camera in Jesus name amen. so good evening beloved I have to tell you one of my preparations for the speak life was I didn't get spanked I got a whooping from the Lord just toe up and all I could do was shout in here that's all I could do was shout and scream and yell and say thank you Lord I mean wretched woman am I I know a bunch of thumbs up and love and all kinds of stuff, but 
people can do what they want to to have that experience is a blessing it is a blessing it is it is the most humbling experience but it's such and and even though it doesn't feel good it feels good you know so for me i can't speak for nobody else i can't speak for you okay so but i thank god um i thank god and and i i thought i had another word from earlier walking i wasn't i, I know i wasn't even worthy to bring that forth so i asked the lord for what should be spoken it's just like okay speak about the lesson you just have to learn so what i came to talk about which i didn't type it in it doesn't show here but the heart can hold up or block the gift the good gift the good gift the heart the imagination i should have put on here too in the imagination the words can hold up and or block the good gift so there's only one that give good gifts and that's god even just giving up himself is the greatest gift because this thing is going to wrap up and i don't know about nobody else but I care about my eternity. So what happened was, I was I let my media media player play on my computer, and so a Speak Life came on. I said, okay, I'll listen to the Speak Life. You know, hear me, I'll listen. You know, just like everybody else sometimes. But now I see why some people. I was like, what in the world? I listened to the Speak Life, and. He sent me one last week, too, that just tore me up last week. And this week, then today, I was like, oh, oh, man, I needed this word. This whole thing was just about me, it seemed. I'm like, I got to post this again. Matter of fact, I got to listen to it again. Just my flesh is just, like, upset about the speak life. But it was a breakthrough because I was imagining and speaking. I, I tell you, I, I, I talk. A lot of the things out of my heart. So a lot of times I'm talking to the Lord. And it was just like, oh, wretched. Oh, you just, you gonna come to me wretched like that. You're gonna come to me wretched off of the gift that he's sending me. I was, I was just um, tanned it up. Tanned, well, what if this? What if that if? But my life, your life is just dust. Girl, if you don't sit down and shut your mouth because you are talking contrary. And, it, and it's not contrary against the gift. Because it, it, it appears to be a doubt against the gift, but it's not the gift. It's the gift giver. And he had to really talk to me and I said oh my lord what in the world just like last night I got into my little feelings and he had to show me it's not the people it's not the people it's not it's not the people no matter what 
someone, and I don't want to get off track, but no matter what someone is doing, yeah, it could be the spirit operating in them. But no, it's not that. It's an answer to your prayer. It's an answer to your prayer. So this is the thing. This is, ooh, he got me to the judge not chapter. Lord, he tear me up still because I want it out of me. Whatever speaks contrary to what the Lord, what I know about him, the wisdom he sent me and the understanding, I want it out of me. And so he showed me my own meditation, my own thoughts, and my own feelings is blocking or holding up. He said, holding up the prayer being answered, the blessing, the gift. Is holding it back. He cannot release the gift with those type of thoughts towards it. He cannot release the gift if we're not going to be cheerfully receiving the gift. Because there is different gift. Like, okay, think of it this way. Maybe you don't have children. Or maybe you have children and maybe you have all girls and you want a boy or you have all boys and you want a girl or but if you're thinking or imagining evil things why should he give that to you why should he give it oh she might come and she might be like this and she might be like that and that's not that's not God's thoughts and it's so amazing because lately I've been trying to catch my thoughts saying uh -uh, that's not God's thoughts but I was just on a rampage. And it's like, that's not God's thoughts. That's not how he thinks. That's not God's thoughts. That's not his thoughts. All that negativity, all that uh, anger, or all that doubt, or all that fear of the unknown, or all that unforgiveness, whatever it could be in our heart and in our mind. Because the heart thinketh. The mind imagines whatsoever a, a man thinketh in his heart, okay, and cast down imaginations in every high thing. So we think a thing, and then we can start imagining those those things we're thinking totally opposite of God, and then we could actually speak. The tongue is a fire. There's life and death in the tongue. So I'm my silly self saying stuff and speaking death over my promise speaking death over my gift from God speaking death over my blessing speaking death over my answered prayer now I, I'm not sure because it seems like some of these things I ain't prayed for but then I did if I asked him for his perfect will. And I'm speaking death over that with doubt and fear and disbelief, unbelief, insecurities. Yeah. And that's not God. I don't care how you slice it and dice it. That's not God. You know what that is? My past. Or my training, or what I hear people speak, or 
a lot of it can be just experience. Sometimes it's how we hear other people speak. We repeat those things and things we grew up hearing or grew up seeing happening to other people. There's some people afraid to have children because of what other people have said or how some people children act. There's some people afraid of friendships because what they've experienced before or what they think can possibly happen because somebody else's report. There's some people that refuse to be married because they think all marriages are bad. And so they've already claimed that their marriage is going to be bad. Now, some people could have been in bad relationships. And they still think, but when it is ordained by the Lord, this is what he said to me. And I have to read this whole thing so I could just keep getting smacked. Okay. What God is, is good. If, if you ever get a beating from the Lord, you need to tell somebody because he chastens those whom he loves. This, this gift is a part of my all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's already told me. I've gone through different phases of accepting this gift because a lot of times we don't realize we're not accepting the gift. We're not accepting it because if it's something we don't think we want, we're not accepting the gift. If it's a direction the Lord is saying to go in, and we refuse to go, we're not accepting the gift. If God said you are healed, even though you 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 may have just got a diagnosis or, or been sick for a while or just don't see, but God said you are healed and he has spoken healing over your life and you just looking at the sickness and keep declaring the sickness, you are refuse, refusing the gift. So it cannot come because we're not in agreement. Whatever the heart is, is saying and thinking or whatever the imagination is, it's, it's a refusal. If we don't tell a heart because a heart is desperately wicked, who can know it? So, but God, he is greater than the heart. That's what he says in First John. Let me go there first. Um, I'm going to go there and I'm going to read uh, what the Lord said to me it's a it's a couple of and i'm just uh, i'm gonna go there after um because if he say that all your children shall be saved but you're looking at what they doing with they on drugs they selling drugs they done been in gang shootouts or they just around crazy people doing um things they shouldn't be doing, they haven't called you, they don't contact you, whatever the case may be, we have power in the tongue. We have power. That's why we have to be very mindful of what we are speaking. It says in verse 18, 1 John 3, my little children and Okay, my little children, let us, this is a permission word, let is a permission word, let allow, 
make it be, whatever the case may be. It's a permission word. Let us not love in word. So this is something we shouldn't be doing. It says, neither don't allow yourself to love only in word. Okay. It says, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. So we are not to let ourselves love only in words and in tongue. I don't know what that means, but it says, but in our deeds and in truth. So it says, and hereby or by this or at this point, we know that we are of the truth. So if we are in Christ and Christ is in us, if we receive Christ as our Lord, we know we're in the truth because Jesus is the truth. So God speaks truth. So his word is the truth. So Jesus is the truth. It says, uh, hereby we know that we are of the truth because we are of God the Father in, in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It says, and shall assure. I love that word. And shall assure our hearts, shall assure our hearts. Mm -hmm. I was seeing if I should go back, but I got it. So it says, assure our hearts before him. So when we're before God, due to the fact that we are of truth, we are assured what comes out of our heart. It's going to be the truth. Lord, what came out of my heart wasn't the truth in the name of Jesus. I repent. I repent a million times in the name of Jesus. So the carnal mind is enmity, hatred. So the carnal mind is always going to imagine things opposite of what God said. The carnal mind is always going to send us in the direction opposite of what God said. The carnal mind is not going to be in agreement because the carnal mind is enmity to God and not even subject. The carnal mind has not subjected itself to the things of the Lord, to the word of God, to the children of God, to the spirit of God, to the fellowship of God to the studying of God. Many people can't study because they're walking in the carnal mind. They can't study the kingdom of heaven. They can't study the word of God. They can't study the truth. They can't be in Jesus. They they see no need because they're in the carnal mind, which is death. So as long as they're in the carnal mind, which is death, they're not going to come to life. They're not. The word of God is life. Jesus is the life. Okay? The light. They prefer, those people prefer to be in darkness because they have imagined that they're not in the first place. So, mm, they're not going to come to the light. God has to draw them. Okay? It says here, um, and we hereby know, that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart 
and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. Oh, Lord Jesus. I mean, wretched woman, am I? So it says here in Matthew 7, judge not that you be not judged. I was judged today because I was judging the gift. I was judging it. I was judging that gift. Oh, what if? Oh, what if? That with it, leave that thing alone. Straight from the pit. I'm telling you because if God said it all works together for the good to those that love God, to those that are the called of him, that thing going to work for good. Now, I mean, it might be some things we got to bounce up, but keep speaking the truth. The truth is children are a blessing from the Lord. The truth is all my children shall be saved. The truth is that God established marriage in the earth and it is a good gift from the Lord. Mm -hmm. The truth is, that's the truth. Joseph was a just man. The truth is David was a valid man. So you speak these truths. The truth is I am blessed and highly favored. The truth is that I'm like Abigail, a woman of good understanding. And then he talks that she was beautiful. But the first thing, she was a woman of good understanding. The truth is Deborah was so upright, she can judge at the gate in the name of Jesus. Yes. Speak the truth. Even when things seem to be going, mm -mm, the truth is Jesus said, peace be still. There, if it's a whirlwind, if there's winds and waves blowing, there's a tempest behind it. So I know there's a wicked spirit behind this winds and the wave. And guess what? Whatever its assignment is, is to distract me, to take my eyes off of Jesus. That's the truth. That's the truth. So it says, for with, for with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. So, okay, say, say, um, say it's a sisterhood, right? And you've come into a church or whatever the case may be. And they seem to have a good sisterhood. So you just like, oh, I'm in a wonderful church. They have a good sisterhood. But you run into that one sister that thinks she's the one that uh, qualifies everybody. And she don't think you're qualified. Now, it's like if you're already coming from abused place with women, it's like, oh, all these women are just wretched. It's not all the women. It's the one you ran into. So you have, we have to say then, because we, <laughs> we have to say then, uh-uh. He said, your diocese and syntax will be of one mind. So there is those, my two and two, he sent them out two and two. So there is a two and two here for me. Or there's a one and two, because I'm the other part of the two. There is a one and a two here for me. There is somebody here that we have the one mind in Christ and we have the one spirit in Christ. There's somebody here. There's somebody here that God has placed here in the name of Jesus. I'm proclaiming it, Lord. There's someone here that God has placed because he said his saints are there. So there is someone here 
a, a one in a two that God has placed here that I am supposed to be a part of. It just ain't the one with the application in a heart. It's just not her. That's the one of this. That's the distraction set there. So you'll never come in contact with the other three because he sent them two and two. So it says, um, you shall be judged and with measure you meet. So it's like the standard is that contract, whatever standard I'm holding somebody up to my Lord, Jesus, help me. Guess what? Somebody else is going to do that. God is going to put me in a place where somebody is going to do the exact same thing to me. That how I measure somebody and, and try to qualify and validate or how we measure people, because it ain't me. It's how we measure people. You know, this person ain't qualified to be my neighbor. This person ain't qualified to train me. This person ain't qualified to, to be with my children or be with my, my son or my daughter. They not qualified. And you're saying that all the while, but a tap on your shoulder is like, remember, that's what your husband father said. Your husband a mother said about you. Maybe the father said it too. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing. We are recompensed according to our work. This is why repentance is so important. Lord, take this thing from me because I know I get judged all the time just from speak life alone. So I can't, I can't forget that. I cannot forget that. I'm not the only one came out of Nazareth. Jesus came out of Nazareth. So do any, is, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Good things come out of Nazareth. So if I came out of Nazareth and I'm, and I'm sounding like Nathaniel, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Guess what? I'm always going to be judged by somebody because of what I came out of and where I came out of. And I came out of a hot mess. So I know it's possible. I know God is able. Nobody, not one person, and if they did, they took it to the grave with them, could have ever seen me sitting here. Could ever see me with a, 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 attached to a ministry called Speak Life. No one would have ever seen me receiving revelation from God. Matter of fact, my first grade teacher told my mother I was mental. I was, I was mildly retarded because I didn't get my work done. I was too busy talking. I was curious. That's how it was. And so imagine Miss Roberts now. God need to, to, but anyway, so it's like, it's like they, they not going to imagine what God has put in you, what he's already prepared. I'm not talking about the things we're achieving on our own master degrees, bachelor degrees, doctrines or whatever. I'm not talking about those things. I'm talking about the things that God, you married the right person, you're living in the right neighborhood, you got the biggest house on the block. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what's here in here in our inner man that God has prepared. Now, those other things may be a part of it, and maybe they're not. But what God has prepared, what God has prepared, once we come in alignment with him, once we come out the pig pen and we come into our own and our right mind, and he starts to, that, that point of our path where he starts to manifest what is in us, eyes have not seen nor ears have heard 
what God has prepared. They haven't. They won't see it. Some people, you know, some children are like, that's supposed to be a pastor right there. That's a pastor. May not be a pastor. But he may have, he may have that gift. But he may not ever manifest. Because Jeremiah was with the priest. But Jeremiah was called to be a prophet. So David was the last one called because they just didn't believe it or see it. But he was already being prepared when he was minding the sheep because that's what we are. We are sheep. So they ain't think much of the sheep and they ain't think much of David's gifting. Maybe they was looking at his age. I don't know. But he would be ruler. They didn't think much of Joseph. So Joseph off. Now, in that case, they might have saw Joseph gifting. And Joseph was, yeah, you're going to buy him. You know, so like this joker always bragging. But he wasn't bragging. He was telling the dream that he actually had. But they thinking, getting rid of him, and actually thinking to kill him off, getting rid of him would stop the manifestation. But no, that was a part. That was like, that was a part of the process. That was the way to get Joseph to Egypt. That process prepared Joseph to even be a fear ruler, a fear ruler, because he knew what it felt like to be persecuted and condemned and almost martyred for who he was. So many of us go through that for who we are, who we are. And God had to show me that when I first moved here, persecuted for your lifestyle. So how can I persecute somebody for their lifestyle when I know what that feels like? But somehow we forget. We forget. I'm trying to tell you, I don't know what labor feel like. I just know it's painful. But let a labor pain hit me. Oh, I remember what that thing feels like. So many times God delivers us and we forget. Some of us ponder and keep it in our hearts. But there's something we forgot. Okay, so it says here. So if I'm going to measure at a certain measure, we have to know it's going to be measured back to us. So if you always seen the good in people, they're going to see the good in you because God is going to measure it. So it says, it shall be measured to you again. And why behold you the mutt that is in your brother's eye, my Lord, but consider not the beam that is in your own eye? Or how will you say to your brother, let me pull out the mutt out of your own eye, and behold, a beam is in your own eye. You hypocrite, pretender, actor. First, cast out the beam of your own eye, then shall you see clearly to cast out the mutt out of your brother's eye. So when we go through something and God chastens us, he's pulling that beam out of our eyes. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Look, look, because your vision is blocked right now. Because this whole big thing, you can't see because this whole big thing. Because that thing you're seeing in them is actually in your heart. It's actually in your heart. It's something you're familiar with. You wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know they got mud unless you didn't have mud. But with a beam, you just got a whole bunch of mud glued together. Mm-hmm. So, it says, um, it says that Give not that which is holy unto the dogs. Neither, ooh, sunshine agrees, she meow. Neither cast your pearls before swine, lest the otherwise they trample them 
under their feet and turn again and rend you. So there's so many things we give, even revelation, to people that it's not supposed to be given to. Now, we talked about this judgment here. This is according to righteousness, God's righteousness, not our own righteousness. This is according to God's righteousness that he could put this here. Okay, ask and it shall be given. Here we go praying, right? Asking God and ask and it shall be given. Seek and you should find it. No matter where you seek it, especially in the word, you're going to find it, okay? If we continue to seek. And knock, keep asking or keep seeking or keep digging and it shall be open unto you. Mm, praying that thing, praying that thing. And then the guy said, this is the blessing. This is what it's going to look like. And most times we're like, how is this? How is this the blessing, Lord? How is it? I asked for this and you gave me that. But once we embrace that, we can understand why is this in the name of Jesus. So it says, for everyone that asks, this is the thing, this is where he really, for or because everyone that asks receives. Seriously. Whether we can identify it or we can't. Okay. And he that seeks finds. And to him that knocks, it shall be open. Like some people, they 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 ask one time and they just like, okay. Now, there's certain things I've prayed, I leave it alone. But some, half the time, I didn't pray that more than once too. Uh, but if God sent me the word, I leave it alone. If he sent me confidence, I leave it alone. And so, and then there's other times like, and he says, if you knock, it shall. That's a promise. Shall is a guarantee. Shall is a assured word it's the answer so it says or what man is there what man is there of you of us whom if his son asks bread will he give him a stone so why would we think god to do that we asking for bread and he gonna give us a stone why do we think that why do we think or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, yes, Lord, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things, good things, good things to them that ask him? So, how am I praying all these prayers, or whatever prayer I pray, or we praying these prayers, and we think the answer is going to be bad for us, when the answer came from God. Now, it should be in Jesus' name, I'm just saying. So, why be concerned? Why doubt? Why be in disbelief or unbelief? Knowing it's coming from God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So, why think it won't fall from the sky? Because I know it can. Okay. Why think it's going to be 
a disruption of your life? Why think it's going to turn out bad? Why think it's going to be a trauma or a trial or a tribulation with it? It may come with some growing in need and even growing pains. But we know it all works together for the good. We know that. We know it all works together for the good. So if we know this, why do we speak contrary of what we know? We know to be truth. This is the truth. God gives good gifts. It says, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask of him? Therefore, all things whatsoever you would that men should do unto you, do you even so to them? For this is the law in the prophets. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love your neighbor. If you want somebody to give you a chance or somebody else gave you a chance with everybody else, with, then you we, we've learned that. So we need to do it again. It's just like the parable when God gave grace and mercy to the debtor. That the, and he had a great debt. And then the person owed him much less, and he beating the person half to death. I mean, if we know God is so good, because he is, that's the truth. How then do we act like God is not going to give us what we should have? Uh, what we ask for, not what we should have, but what we ask for. It says, verse 15, Then will when lust have conceived, it brings forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift from above it comes from no place else there's no other source and it comes down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness neither shadow of turning mm -hmm. of his own will beget he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruit of creatures so the heart and the imagination can hold up, uphold, or even block, or even deny us a gift, a good gift. It's a good gift because it's from God. It's not just a gift. It's a good gift. The Lord tells us there's only one good, and that's God. So if anything's coming good, it's only from God. And all his promises are yea and amen. It's a definite. If he said he's giving good gifts, he gives good gifts. If he said it works together for the good to those that love him and are called according to his purpose, 
it is working for the good. And I said it and I act like I don't know no better, but ask God to see the good. Ask God to see the good. Ask God to see the good in it all. Because we want to agree with God. We want to agree with God. We want to believe him so we can give a good testimony. We can give a good testimony. It may not be what you think you want. It may not be that. And then it may be because he do exceeding abundantly above all we could think or ask. But it's according to the power that worketh with us. So when we have power working within us, we know it's greater than we can imagine. We know I have not seen nor ear heard what God has prepared for those that love him. So if I know I love the Lord and I know he's with me and for me and won't forsake me nor leave me nor fail me, why am I forgetting, forgetting when it's time to receive the blessing? That is a bruised or wounded heart. That's a wounded heart. That's a warped way of thinking. And I need healing and deliverance. And all of us that are in this boat, or in your boat by yourself, but still need healing and deliverance. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. You have the most blessed, blessed, blessed evening. Sending grace and peace and love out to you, beloved. In Jesus' name, peace.